Welcome to the Encore Wire Codes and Standards Podcast. With over 40 years of combined technical experience in electrical codes and trade-specific product standards, join our hosts Paul Abernathy and Kevin Porter as they talk codes and standards and, of course, Encore Wire. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. All right. Well, welcome to Encore Wire's Codes and Standards Podcast. Again, my name is Paul Abernathy and with me, my co-host, Kevin Porter. Right, and we're going to have a discussion today, Kevin, about specifications and the importance of them and the tools that Encore Wire can provide for the Encore Wire representative. Okay, so we think that's a good topic, something that we've been working on for quite a few years. That is a very important topic, and I think our sales reps and our Encore team will be excited about hearing some of our suggestions on specifications. So I look forward to this um, podcast, our first one, and I think we'll do a bang-up job. There you go. All right, so the number one topic that we're going to get into first is, so let's explain why specifications are so important and why we embarked on this effort called Project Specification all the way back in 2019. So, Kevin, you, you spend a lot of time in the specifications, working on standards, uh, a lot of code development panels as well as, as I do, and we know how important specifications are. But let's kind of tell our folks out there that listen, what is the most important aspect? Why do we need to be on specifications? Yeah, well, honestly, specifications are the, the foundation to developing a project. Um, usually you have an owner who's interested in doing some type of building or project that requires some development. And that owner will, contact an engineering firm and use that asset engineering firm to provide him with a design that will be best utilized for his application. And usually these engineering firms, they have certain type of specifications for plumbing, for electrical work, for water work. And a lot of times in those specifications, some of the descriptions and some of the equipment, some of the, the use of products might be a little old. And in some cases, some of the companies that they have in the specifications are no longer around. So when it's time to put a project together and identify who the general contractor is going to be and identify the distributors, they also have to identify the products that they're going to use. And one time, those products, or sometimes those products may be outdated or the manufacturers of those products may be outdated. So the specification allows engineers to identify the probable manufacturers and project specification is one of the projects that we determined that would help us get on more specifications because it would allow us to reach those engineering firms who may not know about Encore Wire. Yeah, I think engineers uh, that create specifications, uh, sometimes, you know, they're really not into updating their specification. Once it comes out, I mean, we have some options we're going to talk about in tonight's show, but there are sometimes they just, you know, kind of keep an outdated specification. But it's so important because at the end of the day, if I'm an electrical contractor and I'm trying to do some work and I'm going to choose the manufacturer that I'm going to use for that project, in our case, Encore Wire Products, if we're not on that specification, then if they want to use our products, they have to jump through hoops. 
they have to go and get pre-approval and then many times it means we have to supply data that you normally wouldn't have to supply if you were already on the specification and in many cases it causes potential delays in the project or it could simply pass you by and you don't make it on that spec you don't make it on that project so it's so important to get on that specification because at the end of the day the end person the end user the electrician can select our products only if we're actually on a specification. So we have to get the engineers to get us on there up front. And that's why it's so critically important for the success of Encore Wire is to slowly gather more and more specifications that we're on. Now, Kevin, we, we determined that the best way to get on specifications was to try to target the engineers, try to target which ones were not Encore Wire friendly, so to speak, uh, those that maybe just don't even know we exist. And so we came up with a project called Project Specification in 2019, and the effort was to find out what things do we need to do in order to get a, a to increase the chances of us getting on specifications and to provide the Uncle Wire representatives with the tools they need to do that. So that was Project Specification, and I think it's been hugely successful since 2019 and it seems to be that we've added some things to that like uh, spec link and other things to that so um, I think that uh, as we go on here we'll talk a little bit more about it but I think it's beneficial specifications are critically important and project specification is our way of targeting these unfriendly Encore Wire engineers and maybe turning them over to become more Encore Wire friendly. All right. Yep, I agree. I think the um, in, in regards to specifications, what we have learned is that um, where do you get word or notification of projects? And we had no source. So this project specification allowed us to see what projects were going on, who the engineering firms were, and also identified who the engineers were that we could contact in order to um, get on their specification. But as you can, you can tell, Paul, um, the United States is huge, and there's so many engineering firms and so many projects out there that what we tried to do in Project Specification 2019 is to identify those projects and provide that information to the um, sales reps in their territory and help them make contact so that we can be on these specifications. Okay, and that kind of leads us in, Kevin, to item number two in tonight's topic is we can agree after all of that, and I think anybody listening who has worked with the project specification or have worked with engineers before know that specifications are extremely important. So what steps are necessary for them to get on, to get on Kawire on a specification? I mean, it's, again, you said it, the U.S. is huge. The territories, the engineering firms are all over the country. But I think we can agree that the Uncle Wire representative needs to know their territory. They should know all of the leading engineers in their area. They should already know this. They should be scouring the, their area for new projects that are going up and things like that. Would you agree? Uh, what, again, what, what are the things that well, I think I think the biggest thing for our sales reps out there and the fact that throughout the U.S. that you see a lot of projects going up. And the big question is, is Encore Wire on that? 
involved in that project or we're going to be on that specification. So contacting um, your distributor, getting information about who the general contractors are out there, and then finally getting information about who are the engineers out there. Because the general, by the time it gets to the general contractor, he's identified who he wants to um, be on the spec in terms of what product is he going to buy. We have to get our sales reps to reach out to the engineering firms in their local area and say, hey, we're Encore Wire. We have building wire for residential, commercial, and industrial applications. And we want to see what spec are you using? Because sometimes they may be using a master spec. They may be using a spec link. They may be using some old version of a spec. And we want to make sure that our manufacturing name is on that spec. And I think what that is is a time for our sales reps to build a relationship with the various engineering firms. And, and a lot of times what we anticipate is that it's a real short call. Um, identifying who the engineer is, um, asking him about the specs they're using, identifying Encore Wire as a, a major player in the wire and building cable, and then trying to see if we can set up some type of opportunity to provide either cut sheets or specification sheets about the products that we have to offer. All right, so, so that takes us to, again, the necessary steps to do that. And that, again, we agree that it's relationships. It's knowing your market. It's realizing that those engineers don't want somebody from 1,500 miles away to call them up to push something down their throat. They want local people, local uh, reps that they can reach out to if they need something clarified. Um, so it's necessary to really, again, hammer home those relationships in your local market. And so that takes us into the next topic, and that is what tools do we can? Uncle Wire is partnering with our Uncle Wire reps. I mean, we have a, a, a symbiotic relationship about what happens uh, from Encore to our rep, to the customer, and how that information is shared. From a codes and standards team and how we do this, what tools are we giving them to help them in this process? And we have a couple of major tools that we utilize. Yeah. Now, I think, um, Paul, we have a lot of tools and resources that we provide to our sales rep. Um, a few of those tools are on the sales rep file. And there's a letters that kind of walk a sales rep through the process of making contacts with an engineer. But the biggest thing I think um, in terms of tools is our Construct Connect. And that is a tool that really researches and identifies the projects out there, identifies the um, project value, identifies the engineering firm, and it also puts you in contact with the specific engineer or the lead on different projects. So that is very useful, and we typically do a uh, database search such that it is um, utilized for each of the different markets. We don't provide our sales reps with information that doesn't, uh, is not suitable for them. We provide information that is spe specific to the market that they're in. So I think that is very helpful. We have um, SpecLink, 
which is also a tool that uh, really identifies the um, different projects out there and it, it does it in real time. If um, projects go through phases and we are updated, you know, in real time as to the uh, where these projects are in terms of their, their build out. And also we have a, um, a static um, project called Master Spec, which is a, a good tool that identifies the spec that our products are on, and it also identifies how many um, users are using that spec. So if you tie all these resources together, what we have is an identification of different projects that are out there. And that is so valuable because we can identify whether our, our products are on those specifications. And if they're not, these are great resources to try to contact engineering firms or dis distributors or general contractors and say, hey, our, we have a big project in this area and we want to tackle this project with some of our products. So I think we have the tools we have a great sales rep team out there in the field, and we just need to make some inroads and in making some phone calls and getting to know some of these engineering firms, um, these general contractors, so that Encore Wire is a name that they can quickly go to and know that we can provide them with the resources that they need. Yeah, so explaining a little bit about Construct Connect is what we'll go into the project specification, which utilizes all these pieces. But Construct Connect is a tool that uh, Encore Wire reps do not have access to the core software. Um, so what we do is every month, every Encore Wire rep will get a email, and that email will have links and all of the data for their firm for their specific day of the month will be uploaded. And it is engineers that we have already identified. So there's no real reason for a rep to have access to Construct Connect because the information that we're gonna share every month is that information. Now, if there is any specific project in that data that we send you, uh, that we load up onto the Google Doc file, if there is any data in there that you want specific access to, then you can share a project ID with us and we can share that information with you. Uh, but it's important to remember that this information is public domain information. This is not on those special projects that are hidden that nobody could see, those data centers that aren't to public. Uh, until they become public or actually get out in the domain, permits have been pulled, then it can make it into Construct Connect. But the master spec is so important because we actually pay to be on a master spec. So if you have all your engineers that already have master spec, then it's a real easy conversation. They're already, you know, they can already choose us on master spec. Uh, but that is a static, like Kevin says, that's a static document. Uh, a lot of times people will pay a membership to master spec. They'll only pay for one year. They get that specification and they update it in the office. So that's where you can have outdated manufacturers on it. That's where you can have NEMA references that are outdated. You can have uh, all different types of, of data that's on there that is really not up to date. And because they don't pay an annual membership and jump back into master spec every year, they don't download a new one. So that's a struggle that we all face. Um, and then of course, SpecLink, like Kevin says, uh, that's a tool where the engineers are actively working on a specification daily. And you can see the, the ups and downs and how often they log in. And, and the interesting thing about SpecLink is they can add us by one click. We're already there. 
And so when we identify that and I load that up into a folder that's called SpecLink, that's in your Google Docs, if you have some data there, those are engineers who just choosing not to select us. And that's an easier conversation that you can, can have with it. So, um, so that's just, again, that's the tools that we're pro providing you. The Construct Connect can actually validate master spec. It can actually validate spec link to guarantee that we're getting on these documents because we have certain search terms that we can search to quantify that master spec or spec link uh, references are making it into Construct Connect. So we do that to kind of cross link it and make sure that we're, we're obviously getting our money's worth to be a part of these, um, these programs. Now, the next thing we'll talk about is, I, I wanted to briefly explain again, project specification, how it works and how it's delivered. I kind of went over that, but again, every month we're gonna do an analysis of your given area. And when we do that analysis, uh, we're going to look for all engineering, uh, all situations where our competitors would appear on a specification and we do not. Then we target that data and then I go in and look at the uh, specification directly. In many cases, we have to double check some things. Um, but just wanted to make people aware that you might get a list that might have duplicate listings in it. It might have a general contractor, then it might have a, a subcontractor. The reason we share all of them with you because some of the information for the engineers or the contacts might be different on each one of these. So we share them all up into that location, right? So you'll get this email once a month. You'll have a link to your, uh, your data that's Construct Connect data, and you'll have a link to your spec link. Now, some months you might not have a spec link, and, and that's good. Remember, the, the less you have, the better you're doing, okay? Because again, if we, don't, if we have a whole bunch of, of data to upload, then that means that there's a lot of specifications in that area that, that Encore is not on. So, so if you're in an area where you're not getting very many and you say, I don't know why I'm not getting very many, that's not a bad thing, right, Kevin? That's, 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 right. that's not a bad thing. So, all right, so then we send it to you and it's there and you got that list that you can work on that month. And then the next month, you'll get, you'll get a new list and you have to manage that list. And uh, again, sometimes uh, you might have overlapping areas with two different reps and we don't uh, isolate it out because it's too hard to do in the software. So for example, if you're in Illinois and you might be in the west side or east side or something like that, you might have same locations in both of your lists if you're two different reps, but you know your area better than I would know your area or Kevin would know your area specifically. So you can go through and see which ones are in your area based on zip code or whatever because all that information is provided. Um, also, you're given, in that, in that upload, you're given the engineers, you're given, in many cases, their email addresses, their phone number, their locations, in many cases, their LinkedIn contact information. It's a, a lot of information that gets uploaded uh, for you to be able to have each month. It's, it's there. So that's kind of how it goes. So um, I guess the next thing should be, Kevin, I mean, that's just kind of the, the overview of the project spec and what it's trying to do is, Kevin, let's talk a little bit about the conversation. I yeah. think I hear a lot of reps or a lot of people stress the potential conversation that they might have to have with an engineer. And it's really not a technical piece. It's really a sales function piece. It is, would you agree? It's nothing more to me is a sales lead. Right. Yeah. That's it. 
I think, yeah, um, most sales reps uh, get a little leery because they believe it is a technical call. But what we've discussed, and Paul, you and I, we've made these calls before. What it is is building a relationship. And that's the one thing that we know Encore values is relationship. So when you make a call to a engineer and try to see if we're on the spec, it's establishing a relationship that you probably haven't had. And given that it's in your market, it will be a relationship that will probably pay dividends years and years from here. Um, what we encourage you to do is either call and leave a message or send an email and introduce yourself. And we're a multi-billion dollar company. And even at that, some people may not know who Encore Wire is. So it's a great opportunity to introduce our company and our products to engineers. And I think they value the fact that you took the time to call them specifically and try to introduce your, our products to them and to see what specifications um, that they're using. And that's the only really technical thing you might ask is what specification are you using? Is it master spec? Is it spec link? Or what tools are you using when you do your engineering design and you send this information out to your um, general contractor? And you want to verify whether Encore Wire is on that particular specification. And if possible, can you see the specification only because what we would like to do is see if there's other manufacturers on there who may be obsolete at this time. But I think the initial thing is the conversation with the engineer in terms of we're on core wire, we do building wire, um, residential, commercial, industrial, and we've been around for over 30 years and we want to get on your specification. Yeah, I, I think I, I sometimes equate it to simply just just asking the question. You know, it's just like, hey, you know, you, you go to meet them and you go, hey, I noticed. See, even if we didn't get a copy of their spec, which we really would like to have, so we can update it, edit it. Uh, no, it's really we we know at this stage that we're not on your spec. So it's almost like you know we want to crack that door. So we're like, hey, how you doing? I'm so and so, Uncle Wire representative. Um, we noticed that we're, we're not on your specification or your boilerplate specification, whatever. We just want to know what, what can we do? Is there anything we can provide you in order to be able to, to get on your specifications? Yeah, and, and obviously, Uncle Wire has enough clout in the industry. It doesn't take them long to go Google it or look it up and see who, you know, yep. who we are. Um, but maybe they just don't know and they need an opportunity. So to me, it's a sales call between the Uncle Wire rep to simply make the engineer aware uh, that we know that we're not on their specification and we want to be. Uh, that's kind of the conversation. Now, talking a little bit about Speclink. So Speclink's a little different because when you make that conversation with somebody, if you're in that folder and you notice that you've got some engineers there, uh, they're kind of golden because those specific engineers are actively not clicking the little uh, uh, button to add on core wire. So we're there. They're just choosing not to select us. So that's a conversation where you just say, you know, we, we know you're using spec link, um, but you're not choosing on core wire. Is there, is there a reason? 
uh, or, or what can we do to get you to, to check Encore Wire on the list, things like that. And you're surprised by simply asking. I always tell people at trade shows, again, I always say, um, we want to be on your spec. Tell me what I got to do. What do you want me to do? That simple question. And here, SpecLink, we're already there. They just have to choose to click us and put us in the specification. It's that simple. And so, um, so that is a new tool we've added. We, we've now integrated in SpecLink into our monthly reports. For those that actually have something in your folder, it's because you have activity in your area, that type of thing. So anything else, Kevin, to the conversations? It's just, it should be a, to me, it's, with SpecLink, there's absolutely nothing to lose here right. because we're already there. Right. They're just not, they're just choosing not to click us. With this master spec, it's, in, it's tougher because current people can choose us from the list. But if they chose to print that out and it's old and it's not updated, then it takes a little more effort. And they're the ones that you would love to get a hold of their spec because then you want to change it and update it and make it relevant, that type of thing. Any other thoughts on that? No, I just think the um, biggest thing is it's uh, establishing a re relationship with the engineering firms in your um, city. Um, you have a lot of projects typically going on in um, big cities, and you want to be able to identify the engineering firms or the big players that are actually doing the design for a lot of these um, projects. So I think it is a win-win for our sales reps, it's a win-win for Encore as a whole, and it's it's actually a win-win for the engineering firms because, um, you know, if they have Encore, they have a reliable, safe, um, outstanding product. So, yes, so th with that, we know that in your efforts to to work on getting on specifications and, and identifying your market and identifying your major, because you always should know who your major, you always ask yourself, who, again, are my major engineers in my area? Okay. Um, they may or may not be the people in your list that you get, but then you want to make sure you cultivate those relationships with those big engineers. But let's say you, you make that introduction and you get a crack in that door. And they're like, because we've had it recently uh, with different reps in different areas who say, okay, all right, I'll entertain you know, adding Encore Wire to the list or, yeah, I'll click and check on Spec Live. Now... They might ask, you know, kind of as a, uh, they're like, well, on the fence. So what additional resources can Encore Wire Codes and Standards, and we've been doing this different things like this for quite a while, but Kevin, what, what are different resources that we can add to sweeten the pot, yeah. to seal the deal for the, for the Encore Wire representative when they're having those conversations? If they get into that touchy conversation where it's just like, no, I'll add you. Right. <laughs> then they go, well, what resources can we give? Well, I think we are at an advantage because um, our codes and standards team is more than happy to do a lunch and learn, talk about a um, technical talk, topics, um, really entertain the engineer engineers at these engineering firms. Um, we want to engage them. We want to let the uh, engineering firms know that we, you know, we will teach. We will try to help educate on products, on different um, engineering topics, um, um, pooling, um, installation, just all different type of things, thermal plastic versus um, thermal set, aluminum versus copper. We have multiple topics that we can provide, and I think what that does from an Encore standpoint is 
it, it reassures that the, the engineer is comfortable with our technical expertise. Um, it's one thing to have a product, but it's another thing that if the product, if the engineer has questions, who do they go to? And what we're allowing our sales reps to do is say, hey, we have a codes and standards department that is very, um, very resourceful and they can provide um, leadership and teaching and all kind of things that will help seal the deal and make us a um, premier um, product on these specifications because they get more out of this conversation than just the product. They get a team that can answer technical questions and provide educational aspects. And also they are very reliable in terms of as answering questions that um, happen in the field, whether it's installation type questions, um, termination, um, if customers usually have questions in regards to how to install different products, and we want to be able to ensure, reassure them that um, our product has the technical experts behind it so that we can answer questions so that we can be more of a reliable resource in the field. Yeah, and I think that a lot of times also we're known in the industry as technical experts, electrical code expert, experts. We serve on multiple code-making panels. Uh, we help develop the codes. We help write the standards. Uh, we attend meetings. We, we're involved heavily in the industry, and these engineers need those resources because they don't have those resources. Most engineers, when they go through engineering school, they don't really learn anything about the National Electrical Code. It's not a main focus. They're designing systems, but there's many electrical aspects of it, not just our wire and cable, that they need that additional insight. And those are the tools that we can provide here at Encore Wire. So I think it's been a great episode, Kevin, first episode where we talk about engineering specifications. And uh, hopefully everybody out there will stay tuned for further podcasts from the Codes and Standards podcast team. Until next time, folks, stay safe and take care. Thanks, Paul. You've been listening to the Encore Wire Codes and Standards podcast. Thanks for listening. And be sure to visit EncoreWire.com for more information on Encore Wire products. And be sure to check out the Where to Buy feature on the website to find an Encore Wire representative near you today.